1: From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified
0: integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time.
1: It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want
0: to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Guys, I am so excited to share our new sponsor, Milk and Honey, with you because I have been using their baking soda-free deodorant exclusively for over two years. This gentle, aluminum-free, baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. When I decided that I wanted to make the switch to a clean, aluminum-free deodorant, I tried so many different brands, and each and every time I was plagued with those red, itchy bumps under my arm, on top of not feeling confident whatsoever that I did not smell. Milk and Honey not only never once gave me those pesky little red bumps, but also passed the smell test, even after some of LA's toughest workout classes. This is my ride or die deodorant, and we are so excited to partner with them.
1: Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper-clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female-founded and funded brand. And in addition to clean deodorant, they also carry non-toxic bath, body, and skincare products like hydration creams, cleansers, soaps, and body polish, and lots more that will make you feel nourished inside and out. If you want to try milk and honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. This
0: episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The courageous wellness collective has expanded on patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all access accessible platform to educate inform and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal goals for 8.99
1: a month patrons will receive weekly video content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization gut health hormone balance energy sleep skin health how to shop the grocery store pantry staples and much more included you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars recipes and special guest content too with this subscription you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month
0: to learn more and become a patron visit www.patreon.com slash courageous wellness or check out our show notes we look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community
1: We are so excited to share a new discount code with our listeners for Recess. Recess is a wellness and lifestyle brand that offers hemp-infused beverages designed to help people relax. An antidote to modern times, Recess offers us all a moment to reset and rebalance with their flavorful, unique combination of hemp extract and adaptogenic sparkling water made with real fruits. A wonderful alcohol alternative or just a fun afternoon
0: treat to keep you calm, cool, and collected. With flavors including blackberry chai, blood orange, black cherry, peach ginger, and pomegranate hibiscus, they offer 6 and 12 packs, subscriptions, and sampler packs for your enjoyment. My two favorite flavors are the coconut lime and the black cherry, but I truly love them all and can't recommend the sampler pack enough, which is where I started to save 15% on all beverages or subscriptions. You can use code courageous at checkout. When you visit take you can also find the direct link in our show notes. Hi everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, This week we are having a fun little solo episode all about getting to know us, um, which I think will be really fun. We haven't done an episode like this, right, Allie? Well, I don't think we've ever done an episode like this, but we haven't done a fun catch up episode in a while, Um, but yeah, we have some fun get to know us questions um, that are really light and nice and yeah, hopefully we'll let you get to know us a little bit better. Um, but before we get into that, since this is just a nice little episode, (laughs) how are you doing, Allie? How, how have you been? What's going on with you? Is there anything fun right now or anything you're really enjoying or changing Mm. in health and wellness, like nutrition,
1: food, fitness? Yeah, well, I'm, um, almost done with my advanced hormone health course uh, with IIN, um, where Erica and I are both certified from. And I'm really enjoying it, diving more into just hormonal balance. And um, I know this is like a fun episode, but honestly, this kind of stuff is exciting to me and fun. And uh, I definitely have been playing around more with really eating to balance my own hormones. Mm. And it's interesting because I've sort of really seen a difference even monthly how I eat directly affects like even PMS symptoms, having any at all or not. Um, So it's like I've been playing detective with myself. And um, what does that look like? Like, can I, like, what does that look like? What do you mean? Like the difference between, well, you know, having sore boobs and not having (laughs) sore boobs in a month. No. Yes. But you said, right. Like
0: eating for your hormone health, like what does that look like? And I know we go into so much food specifics and we talk about this on our Patreon page, but for anyone who isn't a patron Mm -hmm. yet, what does it look like, right. To eat for your hormones, like you're talking about.
1: Yeah. That's a really good um, question. And I I, will, maybe we'll do an even more in-depth podcast episode about this because you're right. All of our nutrition stuff is on Patreon and, you know, quick plug, if you guys are interested, no, seriously, if you're interested, you know, this has been a growing platform for us. We're doing all of our nutrition coaching through Patreon membership um, subscription service, and it's only $8.99 a month. So there's a lot of really good specific information on there. But what it looks like for me personally is – um well a lot of what we talk about which is blood sugar regulation mm. eating meals that are really really for blood sugar balance so that i'm not having crazy um spikes and dips throughout the day eating regularly enough and but like full meals that keep me full from meal to meal so i'm not like ever moving into this sort of like really hangry zone um and again if you're interested in why this is connected to our hormones go over to Patreon and check it out. We will absolutely, um, be dealing with this kind of content over there or, or, you know, reach out to us if you want one-on-one, but, um, yeah, for me, it's absolutely been focusing on blood sugar balance. And that means also really limiting refined sugars. Mm -hmm. Um, and that also includes refined carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. not, uh, I mean, I eat plenty of carbohydrates, but like I'm talking about the refined flour, sugars, that type of thing. And then as much as I do enjoy it and I do, and I limit alcohol. Yeah. And on those months, I'm able to create such a balance in my cycle that I have some months completely eliminated any sense of... PMS, like even mild, like I said, you know, breasts, tenderness ahead of time, um, any big cramping or bloating during, like, I, I remember the last few months, it's funny cause I, I didn't really, I wasn't as sort of conscious of it this month with some family stuff going on and travel and all this stuff. And, um, I've noticed a big difference as I'm moving into my cycle. So it's been really interesting. Wow. Yeah. But um, limiting alcohol, limiting sugar, limiting refined carbs, and just eating plenty of like healthy fats and really eating plenty of food, but also just like really blood sugar balancing meals is that. That's so cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really empowering. Cause it's like simple, simple little adjustments for me for me. <laughs> Sorry. There's a comedian I really like. And he does this whole like for me series, <laughs> George Han. He's very funny. Check him out on Instagram, but um, it makes a huge difference. It's really interesting. And so, but this month there were, to be honest, there were more like bagels and pasta and Chinese food. And <laughs> but I think, no, but
0: I think that's really cool. It's like, because you had that this month, you were yeah. able to see, um, yeah, the difference, right. You were yeah. like, Oh, wow. Like eating this way to balance my blood sugar is affecting my hormone my hormones tremendously. Yeah. So I actually, I love that. I mean, for anyone listening, I think it's important sometimes to have those moments because that's the only way you, you know, right. Or else, yeah. how would you know if it's not just coincidence or, Right. It's How B, do you know XYZ. what is
1: it? Right. What it's connected to. I think that's the cool part about experimenting on yourself. And then you can really help others. And I've been helping a lot of folks support, um, especially people with female biology support their cycles. Yeah. So that's, and I know a lot of um, women struggle with that. So food is very, very, very effective as a tool, um, to help that process. So if anybody has any questions about that, feel free to reach out. I love it. I talk, I could talk about it all day long. Um, so what about you? Like what's new yeah. in your wellness life? Well, and in interest? food too,
0: ironically, we're both having like some fun experimentation with food. So basically I, I mean, it's been a year, right? Like it's been <laughs> yes. a year, a year plus. And I remember like I really have found in the last year, like more food freedom than I've ever had, because again, I know we've mentioned this so much, but it was such a privilege to just even have choice or to have food and all of that, especially in a year where gosh, remember like a year ago when like grocery stores were empty and people couldn't have food. So anyway, I, I've been though lately, like I haven't been feeling, I hadn't been feeling great. And I was dealing with some, um, um, Issues like like my skin was dealing with some redness and just all this stuff, and because we have the backgrounds we have, I I started to deal with it right through through food. And so anyway, this is a really long way of me saying I've cut dairy from my diet, and I feel I hate Allie. I hate for all our listeners. I hate that I feel so good off of dairy <laughs> because I love cheese so much. So I've decided because I do believe joy is a nutrient, you know, I'm going to be a social when social is back. I'm going to be a social cheese eater. Um, but yeah, I've really cut dairy and I feel amazing. The little bits of skin issues I was having are clearing up completely my digestion, everything. I mean, my digestion is always pretty good because I focus so much on my gut, but it's even better than it was giving up dairy and I just feel so good. And the craziest part for me about giving up dairy is I know we talk so much about how I'm an emotional eater. Food is so emotional. It's emotional for everyone, but like, I am addicted to cheese. Like I've realized that because I, I have been eating like virtually, like I've been eating very little sugar, less sweets. I don't have dessert as often as I was having. And even though my desserts are like, you know, pieces of dark chocolate or smart sweets, you know, I'm conscious about sugar intake. I don't, I'm not craving sweets at all after meals. And I'm like, wow, like cutting dairy has completely transformed the way I'm eating. Um, so that's the biggest thing for me right now in health and wellness is, is not having dairy, which is pretty remarkable for me. And I've done this before. I've taken like months off from it. But because I feel so good, I think this is going to be a more permanent thing. I've also found, I i don't know if I've ever really talked because I don't have a real specific way of eating and I would never label okay. myself as anything, but noticing I feel so much better off of dairy. I've also, um, I've also realized like I don't eat a lot of animal protein. Products. Yeah. yeah. It, dairy was the only animal protein product I would really consume, I probably have fish about once a week and I probably have steak or a burger like once or twice a month. that that was kind of it. So now that I feel so I have to be really conscious of getting in enough protein. that's something I'm, I'm really working on. but I've been eating like a more whole food mm-hmm. plant-based diet. Yeah, And I think that's also why I feel so much better. I'm eating much more real food. Yeah. That makes sense. As opposed to, not that I wasn't before, but it's just interesting. Like if I was hungry for a snack, I'd make like a cheese quesadilla on a high fiber tortilla, which is still a great, you know, option for, for some people. But so now that like, I don't have cheese, it's like, I'm also not eating even though it's like healthy processed food, right? Like I, like we talked about also on Patreon, sorry, we don't mean to keep plugging our Patreon, but there's just so much good stuff on there that, um, it's hard not to reference back to it. But when we talked about, um, like our, our, our webinar about nutrition labels, right. And like what matters, what doesn't. So even the packaged food I have, um, as you can also see from our pantry tour, (laughs) which is also up on Patreon, but, um, my packaged food isn't that bad, but I realized like cutting the dairy out, I'm just eating a more whole foods plant-based diet. That's like how it has been with, of course, some fish. Like I said, of course I do, I do enjoy like a steak or a burger. I'm not vegan or plant-based by any meal, any, any stretch of the imagination, but I don't eat it a lot. And I'm Mm -hmm. feeling so much better. And I think it has to do with the inflammation, to be honest. I think it's like, I'm less inflamed and that's why I'm feeling, I just feel so much better. And so that's why I would never, I haven't really talked about it because I don't like talking about diet and labeling and all of that. Like, it's just bullshit that people use to like, I don't know, either be like clicky or exclusionary or whatever. Like, I just don't like talking about it because like I said, I I don't, I don't think I'm never going to eat a piece of cheese again in my life. You know, like that's just not how I want to live, but I really think my, most of the time I'm learning is I feel best whole foods plant-based. That's how I feel the best with like fish once a week. Right. That's, that's how I feel maybe twice a week with fish. That's that's how I feel. I feel really good. So that's that's kind of what's new with me. And as you can see, I feel like it's also been inspiring me on Instagram stories because I'm like way more posty about what I'm eating because I'm just like, I'm really excited excited about it. And yeah. And again, it's like everything we know, but for me, when I focus on eating whole, foods, like whole foods, mostly plants, you just feel like better. (laughs) It's like revolutionary. Everyone who listens to this podcast is like, yeah, duh. We know this. We listen. We're into this world, but
1: it's just, yeah, it's
0: not revolutionary. I just feel,
1: I feel really good. Good. And I think something that's like an important part of what you're talking about is that you can eat a certain way that like works for you. And it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. Yeah. It can be like most of the time and once in a while. And like there doesn't have to be a label. Like you, like, I don't know. I just think that's sort of important to and and sometimes that ebbs and flows. Like, and funny, funny enough, you're talking about this, and um my partner and I, we, we we've been talking about that we're both like craving less meat, Mm -hmm. which is so unusual actually, because everybody knows like my, Oh my God, I was vegetarian and I craved meat so bad. And then I never looked back. (laughs) And for me, for me, I can't like get over that now. Every time I hear for me, um, it's funny, but, um, I, I like some animal protein. It gives me a good amount of energy, which I did not get when I was primarily fully pretty much plant-based. Um that being said, lately I have not had a taste for it so yeah. much anymore and I've been craving more fully plant-based meals and that could be the seasons changing. It's I think warmer. that's some it's getting warmer. I think that's something also, you know, our bodies are cyclical so our nutritional needs are different at different times of the year and that's something I'm also trying to listen to. So um yeah, it's just cool to like again, experiment on yourself. And I sort of challenge, like if you guys are listening and you're curious about how you might feel with making an adjustment, adding certain things in, maybe taking certain things out. It's a fun way. It's fun for me. It's creative. I think you can get creative in the kitchen. You can, you know, experiment and really learn. It's a way to learn your body better. Yeah.
0: And, and I think that's why, like, even for myself, like the energy thing has been something I'm noticing and I do need protein. Like my energy isn't as good. And if I don't have protein, but I've been conscious about like the nuts and the seeds and, and all of that. And, and it's just, yeah, it's just working for me right now. And that's why, like you said, I wouldn't label it as anything because, well, first of all, I do eat fish and meat, you know? So, yeah, but, um, but it's it's interesting because getting to this point right what had been working for me for the last year just wasn't working for me anymore and i think when you get in tune with your body and you go through this world in nutrition health wellness from like a really authentic grounded place you can start listening like something something's up and i need to make an adjustment and for me that was that was cutting dairy, which was one of the main animal products I was just consuming, you know, on a a daily basis. I mean, who doesn't love cheese? It's, it's wonderful. Um, but yeah, I feel really good. And I've been like delving into the whole like plant nut cheeses and all of that. And it's just, it's so fun. And I think it's really working for my body and yeah, I'm going to keep it up. So I'll keep you posted on this, like like plant-based plus lifestyle yeah.
1: <laughs> plant-based plus welcome to the, I was going to say, welcome to the wagon of the dairy life. I know I'm excited. So, um, so yeah.
0: Okay. So now we have some of these like fun questions to yes. ask, um, each other so I can ask them and then we can just each answer them. So, Oh, the, the first question is what is a fitness, experience that you are enjoying right now? What does your fitness routine look like?
1: Um, I've been doing a lot of long walks, which I always love, but that's just sort of important to me. And I've been doing Melissa Wood Health. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you. You got me on it. And um, I love it. Yeah. I love her. I love her workouts. I feel stronger when I'm doing them. Um And they're just done in this way that I look forward to it, which is shocking with me in fitness. Um, Yeah. So that's, it's that simple right now. It's, it's like I was doing some weight. I'm doing some weightlifting too. Occasionally I'll do maybe two days a week, some weightlifting, but um, yeah, Melissa Wood Health feeling it. Um, How about you? Yeah.
0: So for me, I did get a bike. So I have a spin bike at home and I love it. Um, but I can't, my body can't do, I can't believe I ever did like five days a week of spinning. Um, cause I can't do that anymore, but I still love it for the mental physical release. And so I've been doing spin about once a week, sometimes twice a week, but more than that, my body doesn't feel good. So I listen to my body and that's what I do. Um, and then Melissa Wood, I love her platform and I love I'm at 20 even with my bike. I only do 30 minute spin classes. So um 20 to 30 minutes is my sweet spot for how I can feel the best in my body and also work out the most consistently. So I try to move my body like I I walk similar to you um maybe 5 days a week and I try to do Melissa wood or a spin, or I really like the Peloton floor classes. They're really good. Um, I'll do a strength or a cardio, um, but no more than 20 minutes. So that's kind of what I've been doing with my fitness, but for me, it's 20, 30 minutes max. Um, Mm. even with Melissa wood, I really like her schedule and I, I sometimes will follow it, but if she has like a 45 minute class, even with her, I just, I'm a 20 to 30 minute gal. And it took a long time for me to like like, again, just like with the food realizing what works for my body. And yeah, that's how I feel the best. And damn, I can't believe like there was one week I just did Melissa wood for, um, five days in a row, but it was just 20 minute workouts. And I was so sore from these yeah. like low impact, like yoga Pilates is 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, you don't have to kill yourself to no. feel the burn. Okay. Next question. Yes. Uh, these two, these are f- so what is our astrology? So what is your sun, moon, and rising? And what is your
1: human design? Okay, so mine's easy because my sun, my moon, my rising are all Aries. <laughs> so you know, sorry everybody, that's just very intense. A lot of rammy ram ram fire. Um, yeah. I think then- that's pretty unusual, but my human design is I am a, um, generator. That's so cool. I, th- I think I'm a generator <laughs> a generator. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a generator. I know. I'm like, wow, I haven't looked at, we did this really cool episode with Erin Claire Jones and she's a wonderful sort of human design <laughs> expert. Yeah. Expert for lack of a better word. And, um, she did our whole reports for us. I have to go back and look at mine. It's and so fascinating. It again. Yeah. Do you know, really, do you know
0: your Venus and your Mars? Those are the other two that are kind of fun. If you know, I that.
1: don't remember. I, I know I've done my chart. Like I have your chart. I'm going to oh, pull Erica up at chart. chart
0: co-star. If anyone has co-star, it's a really fun, like it's like a social media astrology app. I think I deleted it. Sorry. Of course, you deleted it. Um, I'm a I'm triple like, Aries. What do you expect? It was like, just like, I'm not using
1: this. <laughs>
0: um, but I have your chart, okay, friends. Here we go, Ali. What is my Venus? Your Venus, Taurus. Here's your chart. Yeah, I think you're both earth signs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so your Mars is in Capricorn, yeah, and your Venus is in Taurus. Taurus, so both, but both of those are both very intense earth signs. They're like, they're strong, yeah. they're strong because I. I know about actually um, so many of my close friends are Tauruses, so I know a bit about them, but my (laughs) rising is Capricorn. So that's how I know it's kind of an intense earth sign. But um, yes, for me, I am a Libra sun, an Aquarius moon and a Capricorn rising, so double air and some earth to ground me, but like intense earth. And then my Venus and Mars are fire signs. I feel like Allie, this is why we're so compatible. We're the opposite. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um, my, my, my moon, my Mars is in Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. So, but that's great that Allie, cause I can get like really angry, but then I like move on. Like I'm like passionately like i get really passionate um mm-hmm. but then i'm over it really quickly which is very aries <laughs> and then um venus is in leo which actually if you don't know your venus and your mars i'd look those up after your 3 because learning my Venus was in Leo was like a really like aha moment for me because Leos need like a lot of attention <laughs> and love. <laughs> and Venus is your love sign, right? So yeah. yeah. And so, and, but they also give, like they're very giving in love too. So, um, it's, it's fun to learn those things. And my human design is projector. So I am a projector. Okay. Next question. This is fun for you. Cause I know you love your coffee. How do you take your coffee? Mm.
1: Okay, so in light of like the hormone stuff, recently Ooh, I... yeah, recently and this is what I have a lot of clients do too. I've been doing sort of elixirs um because sometimes if we just have coffee on an empty stomach in the morning, which to be honest is my favorite way to have it, but it's probably the worst way to have it for you, especially when you're trying to um manage your cortisol levels. Um I actually blend it. So I have an espresso. I do like a, a, nut milk an unsweetened nut milk and a pot of espresso. Sometimes I'll do decaf. Sometimes I'll do regular trying to curb the amount of caffeine I have, but, um, I will do it in a little like cup blender that I have. I will do those two things and I will add in some collagen protein and I will add in, um, oftentimes some like adaptogens that you know Four Sigmatic has some great blends. And then occasionally also um, a scoop of acacia powder fiber. I love that. And adding the protein and the fiber and the adaptogens um, will help with any sort of blood sugar spike that happens from a cortisol raise, from the caffeine and the coffee, our co- our cortisol is always highest in the morning, which is what you want. You want it to be highest in the morning and then taper off throughout the day because it helps wake us up. I mean, it's super necessary, but if we're having hormonal imbalances, we're having like excessive stress, especially, um, it can really affect our HPA axis, which is sometimes people think of it as like quote unquote adrenal fatigue, mm. but cortisol is super linked to that. So, um, and they can also be a reason why we have kind of stubborn, um, like belly mm. weight sometimes like in that sort of bloating lower belly region that can be difficult for women and absolutely, um, have an effect on our cycles as well. So, that's my oh, it's like a long-winded version of what I do with my coffee. No, that's really helpful because like that
0: gives us science and fact behind. Because I know, like, I know coffee isn't great for people with anxiety, but I love coffee. Oh my god, I love <laughs> oh, it. I drink it. But it's true when you superfy it, like superfood it. Um, it's it helps manage the like for hormones for anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How's your coffee? Yeah, for me, I have three different ways because I'm a Libra and I'm airy. And as we just talked about, so I can't, I don't, so I have three ways. I like my coffee. The first is really simple, which is just, I get like a chameleon cold brew or, um, a La Cologne cold brew Mm -hmm. or the Starbucks cold brew. I rotate between the three. Yes. Coffee can have a lot of I know coffee is better organic, but the organic chameleon cold brew is like 11 bucks and the La Colombe and Starbucks are a little cheaper. So I do rotate, uh, you know, based on what's available and, but yes, uh, so I start with that as like my base. Cause I am more of an iced coffee person, mm. put it over ice. And then I, my favorite milk to add is low fat Oatly. And I only say low fat Oatly. It has nothing to do with the fat content. You know, we love healthy fats here. However, I know oat milk gets a really bad rap because of the oils that are in it. And the low fat Oatly does not have the oils, um, unless they change the ingredients. But at the time of this recording um, the low fat Oatly has the best ingredients for me and my personal needs. So that's why I choose the low fat Oatly, which is actually really hard to find. And, um, it's sold out all the time. And I bet that's because the ingredients are better. So they should just make the normal Oatly without the oils. But, um, Oatly is my favorite oat milk and I find it very creamy. So I love that. Then, or, um, I know we both love like a clever blends is something mm-hmm. that we've been really enjoying. I love their chai and I'll do that if I'm going to do hot. So that's, if I'm doing cold, if I want something iced, it's always going to be an iced coffee with a low fat oat milk. Um, and then if I'm doing hot, it's either a clever blends with, um, an espresso decaf pod and some low fat oat milk. And I also love a protein, fat and fiber matcha that you Mm. can see all over our Instagram, but I add the acacia fiber. I do matcha collagen MCT oil, some nut pods, some hot water. You blend it. It's so creamy and good. And so yeah.
1: I rotate between the three of those. Um, yeah. So I just, I was so going to say extra
0: can, with my coffee
1: <laughs> Can I just like, if anybody's listening and a little bit more curious about the, the hormone stuff, I know our coffees sound really like super intricate and like, Oh my God, they add so much shit to their coffees. But because like, if you know me and my soul, like the New York, New Jersey girl who used to drink like five cups a day of just like regular coffee with like creamer or like if that or like black you know I I don't like my coffee sweetened that often like sometimes a latte but um grew up on like the hard acidic stuff (laughs) um the thing the one thing I would recommend is like if an elixir isn't for you if the blend or whatever isn't for you I know Erica's like iced coffee thing is pretty simple she just adds milk but um One recommendation from a hormonal aspect I would make is try to drink your coffee with breakfast. Mm. So if you don't want to like add all that, you know, zhuzhy stuff, but you're still sort of managing some hormonal stuff, um, but you're not willing to give up your coffee, adding or like doing it with food can actually be helpful too. So that's just a little easy That is really helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We just have a few more fun questions. And I hope you guys are enjoying getting to know us. Um, yeah. I love all this. It reminds me of being 16 and those like MySpace quizzes, quizzes, I date myself. We'd be like 20 facts about me. Um, no, but we just have a few more. Okay. What is the first thing you want to do when the world is open? Like, what are you looking forward to doing or what? Yeah. What are you looking forward to doing when the world is open? Travel or activity?
1: Um, travel. Mm-hmm. I used Where? to travel a whole lot. Where mm-hmm. is there like a specific fun place you want to go? Um, I miss New York and I haven't been to the city in a really long time, like over a year, obviously. Um, but I'd also love to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um see some family. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, those are the primary places for me. How about you? I,
0: yes, I want to travel. I want to, but I just want to be in nature. So like, Mm -hmm. I want to go to all the places where there's greenery and ocean kind of like we already have in California, but just not just in a different place. Yeah, But no, what I really want to do is like, I want to like have wine with my girlfriends, which Mm. I'm sure like, and I want to just, um, be in the sunshine drinking wine, like a nice little, maybe dinner party, a small dinner party. When I say dinner party, I mean like with like three or four people, but yeah, Yeah. just something that's something I'm really looking forward to doing sooner than later. Um, maybe by the time of release, we already will have, if you listen to last month's solo episode, um, okay. Three foods, that are the way to your heart. And if Ooh. you had to choose, what would your last meal be?
1: This is hard. Do you know your three foods? I know my three
0: foods. I don't know what my last meal would be, but I love the question.
1: Um okay. I know what my last meal okay. would be, but I can't necessarily choose three foods. So we can each share. Well,
0: and it's ironic what my three foods are, considering what I said in the beginning of this <laughs> episode. So and I'm going to, I'm going to include a beverage. Cause I'm like, if I think of like the three foods to my heart, like what I enjoy wine is one of them, like a nice, good wine, cheese, <laughs> of course, cheese and, um, and sushi. I'd say those are my Ooh. three. Those are the three like ways to my heart. Um, and if I had to take out cheese, I would probably put in pasta, but there's, but then I would take out the wine. Like there's something about that combo of like wine and cheese and sunshine that I really enjoy together. And then, um, and then sushi, those are my three foods, but yeah, for me, the second question is harder. Cause I'd be like, okay, what's my appetizer? What's my entree? What's my dessert? What's my pre, You're, so it. You're coursing coursing it. It, of course, what's my, uh, pre dinner cocktail what wine am I having with my final meal? <laughs> I would have like, so that might, that might be a different, I, that's a longer question. I mean, all three of the foods I mentioned are, are,
1: would be in there. Yeah. I know my final one. I've known it for okay. A year. What What's your final meal? Alex? And it's not coursed. It's one, it's actually a breakfast item. Ooh, It's so I've been d- also preface. I don't need dairy because I have an allergy, but bear with me. This would be it. A everything bagel, like from New Jersey, there's a place I grew up with called Jersey boy bagels. And it was so good. So an everything bagel with a fried egg, Taylor ham, cheese, salt, pepper, and ketchup, that sandwich. That's it. That's all. That's 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 all all you need. You don't need to course it out. You just need like I need like that sandwich and I would be a happy camper. Yeah. So Um, I would need to course it out (laughs) because, but my favorite meal is,
0: this is why I, for me, like I need to course it out because my favorite meal is when I have lots of bits of different foods. Mm. Like that's how I like, that's my favorite way to eat. Like, and I'm also a big sharer. Like I love just eating lots of different foods. Like that's my favorite thing. So yeah, I'd have, I'd have it all. But I'll come. (laughs) You
1: have Um, to think
0: about that question now. Yes, it's a fun one. Okay. What is your ideal morning Mm. and evening routine? I also know this one because I've been trying to do it more.
1: So Yeah. yeah, the ideal, meaning like what works for me the best, but also what like my perfect morning would be like. Yeah. I think my ideal morning routine sometimes I have it and sometimes. I don't, but, um, if I had like nowhere to go to, I think that's the thing. It's like, if I just could like have it be exactly how I want it, I'd sleep to feel fully rested in the morning, like wake up without an alarm. And then I would get my coffee and it would be like a delicious, beautiful latte that I made. And then I'd walk upstairs where I have my, um, Buddhist altar and I would chant for a little while start my day that way and then go out on my deck and sit and enjoy the rest of my coffee in the sun. Um, and I like that. Like, I mean, it's simple, but just, um, I I do like getting movement in the morning. Actually, that's something that I do most days, either a long walk or a flow of some kind, although I'm into evening flows lately too, Mm -hmm. but, um, but just getting like i just that the like ideal morning is taking the time to just sit have my coffee like on my patio it's yeah. so nice just just like simply and not feeling rushed and what about your evening um evening i also chant uh the best thing for me is to do that on the earlier side like before dinner because i get kind of tired otherwise um Having a delicious dinner, Uh, I have, I live with a wonderful chef, so I'm very lucky that I get a lot of dinners cooked for me. Um, Something like a piece of fish with some delicious veggies. I love Asian cuisine because I think because I lived in Japan for a while, I love like we've been using a lot of miso lately, Um, this awesome like miso glazed salmon the other day that we made. Uh, maybe like a nice glass of wine not every night but occasionally and we're talking ideal right so like enchanted yeah. i had a nice dinner um at home and um maybe like putting on a nice film or listening to music and just like having some beautiful wind down time mm. and not feeling like i think it's like not feeling The beginning of a grind in the beginning of the day and feeling like, like I grind, grind, grind till the end of the day. And like, I'm ready for bed, like to have a little wind up time and a little wind down time always makes the day feel really nice. So yeah, I think about you. Yeah. I think for me,
0: I've been thinking about this a lot because it's been interesting because, um, I've just realized in general what my morning and evening routines have looked like when I've set myself up for success. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I want that to be my ideal. Right. But, um, we're humans. And so it's hard to commit to it every day, but something that I've had to really lean into is I'm really enjoying, um, slower mornings, like Mm -hmm. a slower morning, not like, like you said, like not jumping out of bed and getting into the grind of the day. So, um, For me, slower mornings have been very ideal. And what they've looked like is like waking up, um, staying in bed, maybe a little longer. I never wake up to an alarm actually. I mean, who, like, I just, I naturally wake up before I'd have to do anything. Um, so just, but I, I don't get out of bed. So I just like stay in bed. I stretch. Um, ideally I wouldn't look at my phone that doesn't always happen, but you know, moving around, stretching, then finally getting up, going downstairs to chant and yeah, like I've been really enjoying yogurt bowls in the morning with like cocoa, yo and fruit and, um, granola and having my coffee or matcha or chai, whatever I decided to have that day. Um, yeah. And then starting the day from there, which would probably include movement. I like morning movement as well, but I'm just really enjoying like a slower start to my morning. Um, and journaling in the morning isn't something I've been doing that's new, but it really sets me up and would be ideal if I could do it regularly. Um, evening, ideally, <laughs> cause usually, right. Like I'm so tired. I just like get in bed and like watch the office and go to sleep. <laughs> Um, but ideally what would set me up is like a slower, like, you, like wind down. Like I love to take a bath. Um, mm. I love to take a bath. Um, I love to read and I love to journal before bed. Yeah. Those are my three things. Um, nice. and yes, I don't even include chanting in my evening routine. Cause I do it at like five. I do it so early um, because I else I'm too tired to do it. Okay. The last question, which is great because this is how we wrap up most of our episodes is, is there a book you're reading right now or read recently that you would recommend? Um, I have some fun ones that I've been reading. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I can start how to fail at flirting. I think is what it's called. It's like a, it's like a romantic comedy book. I don't want to say chiclet because I hate that. Like it's yeah, a, it's a good book, right? It's, it's not a rom com. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a romantic comedy book, but it's really fun. Um, it's really good. It's light plus, like it has some like heavier situations, but in a very light way. Like I would consider it a light read. Um, completely. Uh. And then I, I read the Mindy Kaling essays, her Amazon exclusive essays, which were so good and, um, believe it, I am reading currently, which is the, she, I I forget her name, but she's the founder. I think it's Jenna. I'll see what her name is, but she's the founder of it cosmetics. Mm -hmm. And it's a, she sold her company for a billion (laughs) dollars and it's really like her journey is so inspiring. And, um, yeah, Jamie Kern Lima is her name. Believe it. How to go from underestimated to unstoppable. And so, yeah, she started this company, um, and sold it for a billion dollars and it's a really inspiring read. So those are three I'd recommend.
1: That's awesome. I you know what? To be honest, I'm sort of not. Haven't read anything for like enjoyment lately. What yeah. about a TV show? Do you have like
0: a fun TV show oh or God. film recommendation?
1: Obsessed with Wandavision. Oh gosh, Wandavision! I audibly it. sobbed out loud at the end of it. Like I don't know what was wrong with me, but it was so beautiful, and I'm super into like the Marvel. I know both of us. Now.
0: I feel like this is like very basic and common because so many people like I hadn't seen all the Marvel movies. No, me and neither. Then, I watched WandaVision and now I am hooked. I'm hooked. And I even rewatched, like I had watched Infinity War and like, you know, like I had watched enough to like know what was going on in WandaVision, but I hadn't watched with like Gusto, right? Like, so now, (laughs) um, now I'm like going back and watching the ones I'd even already seen from like a different
1: perspective, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the Marvel universe. Yeah. No, I had literally only seen <laughs> Iron Man and Black Panther, I think. Oh, wow. So you are like, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty new. Like, I yeah. never saw any of the Avengers. I never saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen, like, Captain Marvel. Not Cap. What is her name? Captain yeah. Marvel? Captain yeah. America? I've Both never seen any of the other ones. Um, never saw the Thor movie. Well, that's so fun that you get to, like, go into the whole universe. I'm really into it. Um, I do want to pick up a book for fun. I have been reading a lot for school and, um, obviously like I always kind of keep up on my Buddhist texts and stuff, but like nothing, like I haven't picked up a book that isn't like health related or, or a nonfiction. Like I really would love to start a fiction novel because I just actually need like a little brain relaxation and I love a novel. I just, I keep getting all these and we get a lot of books in for that's another thing. We get a lot of really great books from the podcast. Um, but it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of nonfiction and, um, I learn so much, but there's not, there's nothing as fun as like reading, like you said, a good, like fiction. Yeah. It's like
0: escapism. I just love it. It's my favorite. That's, it's my favorite way to de-stress um I just love it so Yeah. yeah those are all the questions that I've got for us um yay that was fun I hope everyone got to know us a little bit more and you can always submit questions for us via dm or via email um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode
1: and we will see you next week thanks for tuning in to another episode of courageous wellness tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week